Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And it's good to be with you again as we do another Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. been a little while since we've actually done one of these together. That is right. We've been doing webinars. We've been doing webinars, which are on, if you subscribe to our podcast, uh, you can hear those webinars. Yes. And, um, yeah, how to follow up with um, or how to use digital tools to improve your ministry. Yeah, following up with people, reaching people, helping people come back. So some good stuff from our friend Craig Smeal, as, as well as you and I. Yeah, Craig, Craig Smee. Smee. <laughs> I always want to call him Craig Smeal. You just, you just I did. I'll call him that again. Sorry, Craig. He's from South Africa, so his accent, you know. Yeah. Maybe he calls himself Smeal in South Africa. No, he's Smee. This podcast is, is off to a bad start. Which is what... Um, All right, so what are we going to talk about today, Steve? Today this we're is gonna, usually what you ask me. So. Yeah, what are we doing? So we're going to talk about... Uh, different learning styles that people have and how you can adjust your preaching or how you can use technology to enhance your preaching style to uh, to meet those different learning styles. That's right. See, this is something that if you're a pastor or involved in your church and leadership and you really feel like you have the gift of teaching, uh, really you know, going deeper into things, these are some things you should really, you know, it might interest you to, to stick around for a few minutes. Yeah. All right. So this material is actually from Frederick uh, Gluck, and uh, he talks a little bit, bit about how there's different learning styles. Um, and, you know, most of the time in church, usually you have the deal where, you know, people sit and somebody stands up and talks. Mm-hmm. And so the majority of what is presented is verbal and maybe some people might use some videos occasionally. Yeah, some vi- yeah but- Maybe some slides. Right, you know, but it's primarily... Works perfectly for the auditory learner, huh? Right. But there's different styles, right? There's visual, uh, auditory, there's reading, there's a, a how you say that? Kinesthetic? Kinesthetic. Kinesthetic. No. Kinesthetic, which yeah. is, uh, that's like a physical thing, isn't it? That's like. Yeah. So I would, I would, I mean, this is, my wife's a teacher and I don't right. know why I get exposed to this, but some people learn by visual, by seeing things happen. Right. Some right. learn best by. Hearing, and then the other is reading, right. and then the last one I think is more more doing than yeah. uh, more of a, like little things. Hands on, yeah. actually doing things they learn best. Kinesthetic. Okay, good. So, uh, and, and by the way, I've been in a church that has done all four of these, and so uh, and, and I think they are really valid, and I think it's important to really consider. So, I, I guess the idea is that you know we're talking about technology. We're a company that helps churches use technology. And so I think we need to look at this, and if you're uh, somebody that teaches or stands up and teach, you know, uh, how can technology improve the learning process for your people, and what specific learning style maybe will this help? And, and you, I guess you need to know the people you're speaking with, because different people learn, as we just said. Yeah, I, it's probably pretty safe to assume that all four learning styles will be... Um, present. present in your right. church, so so we're going to talk about different tools and how they may enhance 
right. one or more of the. So you said you've done all four. Yep. How mm-hmm. do you do the kinesthetic or doing part? We did things, uh, and we haven't done it for a while at our church, but we have done things where there is, we used to call them, uh, what do we call them? We, we had a term for it, but there would be something like, uh, uh, we, had, we had one time we, we cut out different pieces of like a puzzle, and everybody got a piece. And we're, we're a church of about, you know, 80, 90 people. So we're not talking a lot of work here. But little different pieces of a puzzle were cut out, like in cardboard. Uh-huh. And then you could go up, if you wanted to, to different stations uh, during specific times and put your piece of the puzzle in. And the idea, this is just one of them that I can remember, is that the idea was the teaching was how we are connected to each other and how the body of Christ needs each other. And there's different parts, you know, that the example mm. Paul talks about. So, I mean, that's one little piece. There was other things we did, too, and uh, some of it involved art. Some of it involved, uh, I remember we had little, uh, uh, we had this deal where we had a door. Somebody, somebody actually created we had somebody in our church that was really good with construction and carpentry and they created like a door frame Uh right and so they they slid it in it's this door frame with a door in it and then you had a key everybody got a key uh that would they could use and and i don't think we actually had people like marching through the door or anything although i think maybe afterwards you know kids were running around it or something but you could you could see visually and you had this key and and I get, I can't remember the message. This was years ago, but it was something about how you know you hold the key to to walking through your decisions and and, and going to the next place with God or whatever. So if, so if you had a key that didn't work in the door, you were yeah, you were like, you were out of luck, pal. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. For those who believe like, in predestination, you're done. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> I think the key fit every. I think it was the same key or something. Oh, the same key. It was the same type of key. You know, those are two really good. Well, yeah, there was more, and that's, we just don't do them because I don't have the time. Worth the cost of the podcast, right there, man. Those there you go. I, I just don't have the time to come up with these crazy. We we tried to put together a team of people that would come up with some of these illustrations uh-huh. that we would try to do. But, you know, everybody's busy. and I was really struggling with how you would get a participatory learning yeah. piece in there, but that those are two really good examples. Well, there's more. I just can't remember off the top of my head, so maybe they weren't that good because I can't remember them. But it's just, you know, things you could do to help people not only connect visually, but also, you know, kind of. Well, that'd be very kinesthetic. I put my key in and turn the. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. If the key didn't work, man, it's too bad. You're you're doomed. So let's (laughs) let's move on here. All right. So here are some things. So so here are six. Count them. Six options for using technology to enhance your preaching teaching to reach every learning style. Right. So (laughs) yes. And right. some of these are things that you're probably doing, but maybe not realized yeah, the full potential, the full potential, yeah. or how it may fit or not fit with a different yeah. learning style. So, yeah. number one on our list is the thing we advocate not to do a lot of times, <laughs> <laughs> and that is to have an open Wi-Fi access at your church. Yeah. Well, we you know, when you say we don't have, so we do streaming video, and so we've had a lot of churches just for our listeners to. In case you don't know this, is you know if everybody, if you're streaming and you have a network that everybody can uh, can jump on, it can it can use the term I use, uh, 
uh, atrophy. It can, it can cause internet atrophy. See, I coined that phrase. I don't know anybody ever uses it, but I do. And what that means is everybody jumps on your network and your, your upload speed and your download speed gets wacky. Yes, or it gets not good. Not yeah. good. And people yeah. say, I tested this on Wednesday, and it was great. So yeah. my internet is fine. I go, well, you got 500 people in there now connected to your internet. Exactly. And, you know, 40 of them are watching the football game on their phones. So. <laughs> exactly. They're not listening to you. But, okay. So, again, here's another thing worth the price of the podcast. So just in case you do streaming video, so lock down your network or get a different network for streaming. But we would say that you could use your wireless network, give people access to that, so that they could have access during your message to look up, you know, Bible verses. Uh, we have an app, you know, shameless plug. We have our own app that we push. People mm-hmm. can use the app to take polls, to give surveys while you're speaking, and then you could collect that information. If you had a little help maybe from somebody, uh, you could do things where, you know, younger people might like to take online notes using cloud services, uh, so there's, there's lots of positive things for people to – they could use their phones. And everybody has a smartphone today, almost everybody. Yes. So they could, you could take advantage of that when you're teaching to, to have them use that as a tool to either you know, take notes, Dream. participate, be interactive. Right. And as what Pastor Craig was reinforcing, he says, don't assume that they're, if they have their phone and they're out there using it that they're not – um, that they're doing something else, you know. Yeah, they they could very well be actually paying attention to what you're doing yes, and using and, the phone, and taking notes and putting yeah. action items together or something. Or yeah, if I get up and speak, that's usually not the case. But but for most people, you know, you could you could certainly. So I guess what we're saying here with this thing is, you know, in, encourage people to use their their smartphones to enhance and, and give them opportunities. To you know, to to use what you're using, the mm-hmm. material that you're giving them, to to go deeper with it. All right, uh, exactly. All right, so that's number one, and then our number two on our list is online web resource libraries. Yeah, and again, this is this is actually very common, but we don't think much about it. But for many learners, real learning takes place when they are studying on their own. Yeah, or reading. Or reading on their own. Yeah, reading. So, yeah. We're, uh, you know, moving from the auditory to the reading. Right. That would be a good point. Yeah. So, you know, again, this is a tool that you could use. Uh, you know, you can support these type of learners by creating some online resource library. I mean, there's lots of material out there, but you could even do something yourself and, and create a, a, place, a place for it. Yeah. Have it and hosted this, somewhere. And I guess this works for both the reading people and the visual learners because you can have yeah. videos and other visual things like a map of the area yep. or um, whatever. You know, you can load different resources in your resource library exactly. yeah. to yeah. supplement your talk. Videos, maps, whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, again, you can organize your resource library so it follows the outline of your message, your sermon message. You know, again, it, it's it, it's designed to in, enrich what you're doing. Right. It's a, it's a resource that you can know, really help people. References to additional yeah. material, different books written on the topic. Yep. Can put all that in in your yeah. sermon notes area. And again, for for those of us who really like you know teaching per se, this is a great opportunity to do this. Yes, and it would require some extra credit for most people, though, right? 
Because they're going to listen to your message, and most are not going to go and. I would say that that's probably afterwards. True. But they, if you, uh, I don't know how well this would work, but encourage it. You know, during the service, that may work as well. well and here's the other you thing: may getting people raising their hands, say, "Oh, that map you put together, I saw that." <laughs> well, and, and and think also outside the box here, because we're not just talking Sunday mornings here. I mean, right. in, in the churches I've been in, we've done classes. Other nights, uh-huh. Sunday afternoon, Wednesday night classes, things that are a little more in depth. You right. know? And so, true. again, you could use this, you know, not or, just Sunday mornings. Yeah, but, it could, or it could be for Sunday school. Yeah, absolutely. Sunday school resource things. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, that makes very much sense. So. And, uh, and again, specific things. I mean, we've done leadership training, we've done Discover Your Gifts, you know, we've done the whole gamut of, of how to reach others. Again, you could use this stuff for these special classes. All right, so this is a resource library. Yeah. You would probably uh, want to organize it consistent with your messages, I assume. Yeah. I would assume, yeah. Yeah, rather than just having a. Um, yeah, you want it organized. Yeah. But again, those that are good teachers will do that. All right. At least we think so. All right, let's move on here. So number three is video and podcasting. So video this and is podcasting. Yes. So this is visual and auditory. Exactly. Yeah. So again, creating and producing videos, we've said this over and over again on all our other podcasts, doesn't have to be complicated. Or another way to say that would be professional and excellent, I guess. I mean, well, yeah, because you, I mean, you can, you can get a, we did, we hired a, a videographer and he used a an iPad to do some of the video work, right? Let's so not you go can't. there. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, seriously, with the with the the quality of the tools out there today, today, I mean, you, you, today. Can, you can create an excellent oh. um, video just sticking a, a phone on a a tripod and tripod, tripod and <laughs> talking yeah. to it. Yeah, what's tri- I haven't heard the tripads. What are no, I'm called? not sure what that is you either. I, my iPad was stuck in my head, so <laughs> tripad. <The> tripad. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Let's let's make one. All right, but seriously, yeah. So you can do videos, and again, you could record uh, more intimate times. Uh, some people call them fireside chats. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do it from your office if you're a pastor or or Sunday school leader of some type. Uh, and again, you can upload these things on uh, places like YouTube or Vimeo. Uh, certainly you could use us, our company, streamingchurch.tv. And again, you can take the audio tracks for these talks, put them on podcast. You're a big podcast person. I have been. I've been, uh, yes, since I was an audio before, book guy yeah, for before many podcast. years. Before you're, there were podcasts. You were in the podcast before podcasts. I was, yes. Yeah, I was. So again, a great tool to use. And we're talking here about using technology to enhance what you're doing. And this is a great way to do that. Yeah, so. and then there's, I don't know if we're talking about late. No, I think we are. I mean, a lot of churches are doing this now, is including video clips to enhance or reinforce the message during yeah. the message. Yeah, we've talked about that before, but absolutely. You could certainly do it Sunday morning. Uh, if you're not doing that now, it's been, it's been around for a long time, but right. there's lots of clips out there. There's there's You can subscribe to, uh, I don't remember if it's called Church Media there's or a something, few of them. but there's a few of them you can subscribe to, and you can buy individual videos from them to illustrate a point. Uh, and some of them yeah. are very, very good. Yeah. Um, our guy we interviewed, Chang, what's his first name? 
Who's that? Oh, uh, Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, Kenny. He, Kenny he, Chong. He yeah. runs a company that he provides does. those services. We need to get him back on here. We've had him on a few times, yeah. and uh, he's always out and about. I mean, this guy's everywhere. But, yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, lots of things you could use here as tools. So, All right, so, so number four on our list. Number four is blogs and online conversations. So blogs, we've talked about this before, especially if you can do a blog and have it connected to your website. It can be a really good way and, for to enhance your SEO. Tied into your message as well. Your message. So that, uh, yeah, it would be a triple threat here. You would yeah. give the message, say, I've got all, I've got a write-up on this on my blog. Mm-hmm. Provide me comments. Yep. And you can ask questions and go back and forth. And you can post your blog on your website. You could post your blog, a, a link from your website to like Facebook, uh, different Twitter, you know, different things like that. Even Instagram you could do. Right. And and you can, again, drive people to your website. But most importantly, you know, help them expand and learn uh, whatever the topic is you're, you're on. Uh, blogs can certainly do that. They can, they can go into a little more depth on things. And, uh, you know, uh, certainly can, as you mentioned just a minute ago, you can even make it interactive. You know, people can can make comments on your blog. And as Craig, again, Craig Smee would say, or as I like to call him, Craig Smell, Craig would say, if you're going to make it interactive, make sure you respond to people when they respond to you. Yes. So, uh, Whether blogs that's Facebook or blogs or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And online conversations, I guess, would kind of go along with that. Uh, doesn't necessarily have to be a blog that you could do yeah. something with the uh, Facebook post yeah, or I guess Twitter. This- this I'm just applying all of these different technologies to our four learning styles, and I guess this would be somewhat kinesthetic, where you're participating. Yeah, I think you, that's and true. Reading and reading. So anyway, all right. Yeah, good. So good and then um, number five on our list here. Number five is called live chats, and this is something about you could maybe do something again, kind of connects with what we're talking about with online conversations. But this would be live, so you would do something like. Uh, a Facebook live session or, or a streaming church live session. You could do that too. Where you're just come yeah. visit the pastor in his office and we're going to talk and chat. You could do uh, streamingchurch.tv, stream live. And we have a very interactive chat platform that people could be responding via chat. And uh, you, you know, the person that's on the other end of the camera could look at that chat and respond to it live. Uh, and again, it allows people to submit questions, yeah. get some answers. And we, yeah, we used to do a live streaming piece of this, and we would get yeah. people dropping in and yeah. asking questions, and it kind of steers the yeah we the did. talk. I remember we the, did that a few years ago. Yeah, so yeah. the pastor may say, oh, "I'm going to, you know, elaborate more on what I covered over the Sunday's message." But if you have some questions, I'm going to stop and address your question yeah. and go in whatever direction you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. And again, using technology to to, to really enhance uh, what you're trying to do with and, and try to reach different learning styles here. So, live chats, number six. Texting. Texting, texting, texting. So, an easy way to get links and other information out to your members, to your congregation, maybe before a series starts, uh, or maybe, you know, as follow-up, after a certain message would be to, to send a text. 
Yeah, and I like what we had done at our church, and I don't get out much to see if it's happening other places, but and we haven't done it in quite a while, but texting during the service, I thought mm-hmm. was, and, and that was typically what I the remember. pastor would do, would start out with, yeah. I need everyone's input, let me know, yeah. you know, what what is the, I don't know, whatever it may be, I your most that. special Father's Day memory or whatever, and he'd... Yeah. They'd, they'd collect all the texts, and at the end of the service, they'd, they'd read back what came in. Yeah, I remember that. And in fact, I did it at my church for a little bit as well. So a good way for, for people, again, to get interactive, to be involved in things. It helps draw them in. They feel like mm-hmm. they're part of the service, part of whatever it is you're yeah. doing. Plus, they're going to stick around for the whole service to see if you're going to read their response. That's right. They're not going to walk out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so again, a good idea, texting. And, and again, you know, uh, what we're talking about here, we need to, we need to kind of change our thinking because technology, as we've said over and over again, it's here to stay. It's going to continue to increase. So why not embrace these things, embrace technology, embrace tools to, uh, yes, to work for your strengths, to help people, help them grow spiritually. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's it, right? We're pretty much done there. That is it. it. So uh, these are yeah, great ways to uh, increase your learning styles, teaching style, uh, teaching to styles, help people learn. Yeah. Or we have address yeah. people's different learning styles yeah. and help connect people and help uh, you know stay up to date with what you're doing. So they are great opportunities, and uh, we'd encourage you to to certainly move on some of these. If not, we'll post the notes here online. Uh, so anyhow, we are a tech company that does streaming video with streamingchurch.tv. We also have mobile apps, churchapplive.com. So this fits right in our wheelhouse. We also have uh, website templates and content management systems for church. That's our other product, myflock.com. And so if we can help you with any of these things, or even if you want to have some questions and feedback about what we've been talking about today, what's the best way to get a hold of us, Steve? So send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. That's right. Support at streamingchurch.tv, and we will follow up and help you any way we can. So we are done. All right. Finita. Finito, right? That's the Spanish word, right? Finito? I was just down in Mexico. I do not know. Yeah, I think that's it. So, All right, folks. Well, look, uh, he is Steve Lacey. I am Phil Thompson, and uh, we hope that this podcast has been a help to you. And if we can help you in any way, as Steve said, just get a hold of us. We hope that you have a great day. Take care, and we will see you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.